What up, Brad? What's up, dude? Not too much. It's been a while. Yeah, I think I'm going to let you do more talking than me today for a change. <laughs> oh, that's not a good thing. Yeah, I've been like fighting this chest cold for the last week, and I don't know. I think the partying over the weekend kind of put a hurting on my voice. Oh, yeah. What'd you do for the 4th of July? What'd I do? I went up to my dad's lake. Uh, I was going to get Eleanor, um, but she she had some 4th of July parties or something. And uh, she, I gave her the option, you know, I'm not going to, like, guilt her into hanging out with Dad, even though I've been working, you right. know, every fucking day. But I went to my dad's lake, and we drank and watched some fireworks and stuff. It was a good time. Took a break from diet and exercise for two two nights. You got to take a break. Otherwise, it, it's, you know, it's it, it kills you inside. You lose part of your soul, I think, when you diet too much. Yeah, there's some of that. And I probably needed to catch up on about 20 hours of sleep, and I think I got, like, Nine or ten between the two nights. <laughs> Going to bed at like three in the morning, you know, waking yeah. up at like ten. Before that. Shit. Dude, the 4th of July is honestly one of the best holidays. Like, there's holidays that come around and I'm just like, oh, Christmas is a big one for me where, you know, when it comes around, it's just like, I roll my eyes. It's, you don't it's like too, Christmas? It's too extra. The 4th of July is a good holiday because there's not too much expectation put on it. And it's everything that is involved in the 4th of July is fun. Grilling out, summertime, swimming, fireworks, all that shit is fun. I mean, I definitely don't like the cold, for sure. That's That's been an issue, and I think our job has taught me to hate it. Yeah. But I will say one of the biggest things I miss about being married and my parents being married is just, like, big family Christmas parties. Really? Like, we still have them. But, like, there's not one on my dad's side. My dad's an only child, and right. his parents are gone. You know, so, so did you go to your ex's family's Christmas parties? No. I, oh. oh, yeah. When, you when were we were married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we would go, and it, it was just a blast. Like, her sisters would come in from out of town. Like, one of them lives, like, Columbus. The other one lives in Minnesota, I think. And uh, it was nice to just hang out with everybody, drink, and eat good food. Yeah. We don't... Uh... We don't drink in my family, so I, I've never had a Christmas party where there was like a lot of alcohol. Oh, it definitely makes it more fun. Yeah, I you think kind of get into the kids opening their presents and shit, <laughs> <laughs> taunt them as they're opening the presents. Yeah, but I think Christmas is just a way to uh, help distract people from like the long winter. Definitely it, helps in this area because a lot of people get that seasonal affective disorder. So when the Christmas rolls around, it gives them something to look forward to. It makes them happy. At, like, what point in uh, winter are you just, like, fucking fed up? Is it, like, pretty early on? Yeah, it's pretty early. I would say by the time January rolls around, I'm over it. Like, the first couple of snows are sweet. I like it. I like the change. But after that, it's like, all right. And it turns to slop at some point. You're like, your shoes get wet. You're like, fuck this. (laughs) The snow is brown. Yeah. You know, I actually bought some Vans, I think, the year before last. They're just, like... A tennis shoe, but a high top. Yeah. They're like a brown leather. They're waterproof, and they have like a grippy sole. They're pretty sweet. Dude, like I Van- like that. Vans makes winter kicks. All right, yeah. So. I don't think about Vans too often. No, hey, neither do I. That's the only pair I have. That'd be sweet, though. I, you know what I ended up doing? I, I got smart. I'm preparing for winter now, so I went on uh, one of those fucking Chinese apps where it's like Amazon, but it's like stuff that's like $4 or whatever, 
and I got a pair of boots off of there, and they actually seem okay. They for don't four dollar like, boots? They're not four dollars. <laughs> they were like I don't know, thirty bucks, but they seem decent. Now, like going back to the seasons changing, yeah, I remember you saying this at one point about uh, sometimes like it sucks when every day is nice because you feel guilty and you got to like go out. Like, you want to be outside, right, doing shit? Yeah, you can't just waste a nice day because there's, watching TV. Right, they're scarce around yeah. here. So, like, you just, at some point in winter, you, you that wears off for you? Well, yeah. Yeah, I guess that's true. I do like to be inside, and, I mean, it's kind of like a, it's an excuse to stay inside. Like, when it's raining, I like rainy days because it's an excuse not to do shit. Yeah. So a cold day is kind of the same thing. Although, I do try to take my kids outside because if they stay inside all winter... You know, they're going to get lazy and gain weight. And, that, you know, I don't want them to get into, like, that habit. Right. Let's leave that to the grown-ups. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want them to be like me. I want them to be better. Dude, one of my favorite things, man, is after working a night shift and it's, like, rainy or, like, real overcast when you come home, I sleep so fucking good when it's like that. Yeah. I mean, nobody's out running mowers and, like, that's probably part of it. But then also... I've been a cheap fuck, and I haven't blacked out my bedroom yet. Yeah. Well, I mean, you don't get that much light in it anyways, do you? I mean, yeah, kind of. It's, it's east-facing. Do you have? Oh, yeah, you got the extra windows. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that. You only have the... I have the one window, and it's, I mean, I have a curtain on it. Do you have a... Not as yours a slider? No. You, oh, you don't have a door at all? Not in my bedroom. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Hey, what do you think about... You know, we're talking about sleeping... How do you feel about people that complain about the fireworks on the 4th of July being too loud? I mean, dude, it's like, I know in some neighborhoods it's it's not just one day a year, right? But yeah. if it's like your city, put, like your town putting them off, I mean, it's, it's fucking July. Like, if you got to work in the morning, I, I so do I. Yeah. Like, half the time. Right. So, I, I don't know. I don't have a lot of sympathy. It's... I mean, I'm somewhat patriotic, so I like I, celebrating it. I read a post on Facebook, and a guy, he said he was going to call the cops because he has sugar gliders, which I don't know what the fuck that is. I'm assuming it's it, like a squirrel. It, it's kind of, yeah, they're, but they're, um, they, they, they're, what's it, marsupials? They got those, the like, big eyes or whatever? Yeah, the big beady eyes. Were you thinking about getting those? Yeah, I was point? thinking about getting them for Eleanor because they're, they're kind of cool pets. They look sweet. But, like, one thing I was wondering about, like, so they seem cool. They climb on you. They're yeah. like, you know, if you put them on top of the door, like once they're bonded to you, they'll like fucking fly to you. Yeah, that's kind of shit sweet. like that. I think I've seen them then, yeah. But I was, I also, also was like, well, where are they going to shit? Like, do they shit that when the they first decide or can you potty train them? Right. But like, and some of the research I did was like, you can kind of like coax them into doing it, which seemed kind of weird also. Like push on their like, stomach. Here you go, little well, fella. You, you, yeah, you it was basically like hole. take like a tissue do? and just like. Okay. Like you're almost like you're wiping their ass, and it'll kind of make them shit. And uh, like you could right. do that, like right before you take them out of the cage, and they're good for a handful of hours. <laughs> you have to rub like on their private areas with a tissue. Yeah, that's fucked up. You have to. I don't. I mean, it's they're laid out like a dog, so I mean, yeah. it's like, essentially, right? So if yeah. they're on all fours, you just wipe their ass a little bit. And this, I, I watched a YouTube <laughs> video on it. <laughs> Come on, little fella. Put well, a little I mean, moisturizer on it. You know, kind of. I mean, we do our research, right? We're those kind of people that yeah. do research before you make a decision yeah. most of the time. 
most of the time. I don't impulse buy too many things. But When's the last impulse thing? Oh, no, go ahead. With oh, uh, so anyways, this guy had sugar gliders, and there were people in his neighborhood setting off fireworks, and he was upset. And he said, if I catch anybody setting off fireworks illegally, I'm calling the cops, and you're going to jail. He put that on Facebook. And everyone lit him up. Dude, there was not one person that was like, oh, yeah, I agree with you. I think you should call the cops. Everybody's like, dude, it's the 4th of July. Like, what do you expect? Here's the other uh, fun fact about sugar gliders is they're nocturnal, bitch. So they don't need, they didn't need to be sleeping. Yeah, I don't care if they're freaked out. Right. Like, comfort your animal and fuck off. Yeah, just massage their butthole, you know. That way, (laughs) as they're shitting themselves, they can shit into the... Yeah, it'll come out more effectively or something. Take them in the car and just get on the highway. I mean, sir, like, yeah, I on guess, the highway, it's not that loud. That's true. I just thought, okay, you couldn't get, like, a box fan or something and, like, put them in, a, in an interior room in your home or something. Yeah, I mean, come on. Everyone's know. got, like... That's what I do when they're mowing the grass out here and I'm sleeping during the day. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to, like, call the cops because they're making too much noise or how make dare, a bunch of complaints. How dare they cut our grass for us? I know. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I don't, but, you know... And so I'm not saying that this is necessarily that guy. One thing I've really noticed, and I get wrapped up in it too. This is not me pointing at anyone else more than myself. But we love to bitch about shit as humans. As human beings, oh yeah. Why, why do you think that is? Because there's no sense know. to it, right? Like, is it because life has gotten so easy? I think it's the only thing that makes me feel better is putting others down. I'm that type of person. But what else makes you feel good? Working That's out. It. That's just that. Strain, like struggle. That doesn't make me feel that good. It makes you feel good after it's done, but I don't like, I don't look forward to it. But do you, now, see, now p- part of me talking shit about other people, now in some cases, it's because I really, really dislike that person. Mm-hmm. But in a lot of cases, I just really enjoy making people laugh. Yeah. That's like, an so, easy way to do it, too. So if I can do that at my expense or, or somebody else's, I'm willing to do it. Yeah. You know what else I think talking shit is? I think it's a way for us to put each other in check. It's a way to share information. Like I'm kind of telling you what is to like what's normal. So in the case of this guy, everybody talking shit to him about complaining about the noise was their way of telling everybody else around them that hey, on the fourth of July it is okay to shoot off fireworks. Like we're all okay with it. It's I'm probably not explaining that very well. No, but, no, I think you are. Like he, there's a hundred posts that are, that it's everyone saying like, and they're they're all just saying like, dude, you're you're wrong on thinking the way you are. Yeah, it's sort of a way to, you know, when we talk shit about somebody, it's like we're spreading information like, hey, we don't want to be like that. So I'm not like this guy. Right. And nobody else should be like this guy. Like this is this is wrong. But it's in. I don't know, but in social media right context, way. I don't know if it's that way. Like, here here's how I felt when you just said that that guy posted that. Is I'm yeah. thinking, what a bitch. That, that dude too, is yeah. a whiny bitch. He's a fucking, so yeah. that would, if I were going to post something to the contrary, it would be out of anger. Yeah. I wouldn't be trying to like teach him a like. And then the other question I was going to have is, do you think he looks at it like, oh, I'm the one person that's not a, like there's a hundred posts, like I'm wrong here. I don't think so. I and would you doubt it. something. I feel like that guy. I've heard that when. You go against somebody and their beliefs, and they firmly believe it. So even if you prove them wrong with information, they will actually believe in it even more. So he's probably even more adamant that anybody that shoots off fireworks on the 4th of July is a dickhead. So it just, like, kind of corners them so they have no choice but to throw up defenses? It's, it's a little, something yeah, like exactly, that. exactly something like that. 
Yeah, I mean, it's that's a wild thought. Like just a because in the context of friends, right? Like that that was you said that was on the Perrysburg Facebook page. Yeah, it was. In the context of like friends, that's a bit different or coworkers because it's like you actually know these people. Yeah. So when they say something, there's more context, right? Like yeah. you, like let's say that guy, let's say that guy had bought one of those for each of his daughters. There's two of them, mm-hmm. okay? And his daughters just died like a year ago. But as a coworker, like you would know all that shit. Yeah. So when he's like, man, the girl's sugar gliders were freaking out. I like it's. I dude, I wanted to call the cops, like on these people. Like people were setting off all kinds of fireworks, and they were literally like clawing at each other, trying to get out of the cage. Yeah. I thought they were gonna literally one of them was gonna die. Like that feels way different. It's definitely more than content. I'm gonna call the fucking cops. Right. Like we wanted you can to call put, the cops versus saying I'm gonna call the cops and you are going to jail. Right. Well, I mean and, that's and that's we weird. can all put like a we can all put like a. The way he said it, right? We can all pit, take his words and picture it, but the same words he could be saying, like in a, he's just at his limit, yeah, and like he's about to cry, or he's just a cock, you know, like he's just a cock, yeah. It's like either one he's is about possible. To cry. I hope he cried over that shit, and, and that's part of the issue with the fucking either texting or social media because you just you can put so much in it that's either not there, yeah. Like I, and I'm probably still not the best at it. But I used to be the worst at that. Really? Like somebody would say something like, hey, um, I, I still see that you didn't do that thing that you said you were going to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, they're just like, and then they say, when do you think you'll be able to do it? Right. And it could be said in just the way I just said it. Yeah. Or it could be like, um, I see you still didn't do that thing. Uh, when is it going to be done? That's how like, you would hear it. That's how maybe I was perceiving it. Yeah, sure. And then, you know, I'm like, what the fuck, man? I was going to do you a solid. You know, I, I think I'm much better at that now. Yeah. It's just. It's funny because you do see people like that. You're like, you try to be nice and there's no real good way to say, hey, you haven't done the thing that you said you were going to do. You know, that's a hard, that's a, that's a shitty spot to be in as a person. Right. Just, just, were you still going to do that thing? Right. Even if you said it like. If it was your mom who's going to come pick something up that you wanted out of your house and she really wanted, let's say. Yeah. Hey, uh, and you were talking to her. You would say it like that. You'd be like, hey, mom, uh, that table's still sitting, like, ready to go. Hey, did you bring that thing you said you were going to bring back to my house that right. you bought or whatever? Right. But if you text it, it's like oh yeah, they you could can take it, it as you're pissed yeah. off. That's true. And you're not. I definitely took whatever that guy said is. He's a miserable fuck, and he's trying to make everybody around him miserable. I mean, that's really what I read into when I was reading between the lines what he was saying. It's like, hey, everybody out there having a good time, fuck you. I'm going to rain on your parade. And I think that's how other people took it, too. Right. Which, I mean, good luck. That dude's going to be miserable if if he keeps that up. I think it's so funny that, you know, everyone's (laughs) – not everyone. A lot of generations older than us, and obviously – What's the newer generations? Y and Z or something? I think so. Right. Like, you know, Gen X or... When did fucking Millennial come around? Because I remember Pepsi had commercials where they were like, Generation Next, Generation X or something. Like, they would tie that in. And there was X I think and then Millennials. We, well, there's been great debate on this because you I, look it up, right? And it's like there's loose... It's like a loose line. Yeah. Because, like, our, our close friend who just got hurt, 
he was saying, I said, motherfucker, you're a millennial. It's 79 to 91 or right. 93 or something like that, right? But Millennials they always, are always getting hurt, too. The, the thing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what's, they're just so soft. They're, they're so fucking soft. <laughs> but anyway, so the, the, the thing was is like, Millennials got used a couple times on memes, right? Yeah. Like snowflake millennials. Sure. Which it was used, I believe, in the wrong context referring to like five and ten years after millennial ended or whatever. Oh, like even younger people. Right, right. Because yeah. those are the ones – and I'm not saying, you know, me and everyone that I grew up with is like on the fucking path and like wore clothes properly and yeah. things like that. Yeah. You know, or respectful to adults, right? Or right. always had jobs. But it got used a couple times in good memes derogatorily to where it was like millennial got stamped on everything. Dude, it just takes one or two good memes and, and it fucking throws off a whole generation. Yeah, like the chat, like Chad or Karen, like right. that thing, like that stuck. That's why the millennials had to hit back with that okay boomer horse shit. Right. But I think what I was getting to is I'm guessing the guy who's saying he's going to call the cops and all that is probably. What, at least 40, 50? Nope. Young. He looks young. I, I looked at his face. You know, I snooped on his Facebook page. Well, fuck him. He's, he's he looked like he was in his early 20s. Oh. Well. Like, almost like a kid. I, I do Which, that a lot to see who the fuck is posting this shit. Somebody told me something one time, and it makes a lot of sense. Or maybe I read it. When you respond to people on Reddit, and it would probably work with Facebook too, just imagine that they're 13 years old. And, and the world makes more sense. A lot of people had a fucked up childhood, and maybe they never advanced beyond, you know, their teenage years, or maybe they got stuck in their childhood somehow. And so their their way of thinking is just, for whatever reason, something has anchored them to that point in their life. Yeah, I, that's funny you bring that up with like the stopped aging thing, because um, you know, my dad has always had a problem with drinking stuff uh -huh. like that. He went to rehab at one point. Um. Fucker since fallen off the wagon. He drinks like a motherfucker yeah. again. But he, he was sober for like 12 years. Wow. And one thing he shared with me uh, that I thought was pretty interesting is pretty much all addicts, mm -hmm. whenever they start going down that road, and, and, I, and as you know, I have zero issue with anyone smoking weed. But I, I do think it's a, there's a benefit to waiting later till your brain develops yeah. and you're not talking slow and like, you know, what's up, man? You know like, what's... Yeah, you're right. The talking slow thing is fucking real. And that comes from kids that, that smoke start fucking, young. Like junior high school. Yes. And they were smoking every day. Right. It does. And it, there's... When you're an adult and you smoke, it's much more interesting, I think. Mm -hmm. I, because I remember just being goofy and giggly and stuff when I was a kid. And then, like, you know, back before I started working at the refinery, I used to smoke weed. And it's just like you'd have these, like, really interesting thoughts. Or at least me. I'm a deep... You know, I think about yeah. everything anyway, never stop. But I would just have some, like, really interesting perspectives on things. Oh, sure. And, like, obviously really good for relaxing. Sex feels incredible. You know, I mean, like, so I have zero to say against it. But what I was getting back to is people who start partying, drinking, smoking weed, doing coke, whatever you're doing, right? Maybe they don't start with the coke when they're, like, 12, 13. Maybe right. they fucking do. I don't know. But your maturing stops, Socially. Okay. It stops. So the, whenever you start partying, because that becomes the thing. It's like, hey, man, I got I got some weed uh, if you guys want to come over and smoke it. 
There's no common interest. Right. There's no anything. It's the getting fucked up. That's all there is. So there's, that's why, that's probably some of the people you're seeing who always la- are lashing out. Some of it could just be that they're a fucking pussy in their normal life. Right. And then you put a, a fucking, you know, air between them and you don't know who they are necessarily or whatever, where they're at in that moment in time. Yeah. And now they think they can say whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. So it's a lot of different things socially definitely that that is making the internet really really interesting and weird. I, I think the internet maybe maybe i'm fucking wrong on this but i think the internet is going to turn out to be a good thing now that we know each other's inner thinking maybe we'll actually fix real problems between people i don't know about you but for me i like knowing that everybody's kind of fucked up it makes me walk around with a sense of confidence that, like, I'm not the only one that's a fucking idiot. You know, I mean, there's, there's so many. We're all idiots out there. So it, it, I feel like there's a little bit of safety in numbers, I guess. Yeah, there's there's very few people. Like, if I, I, I don't know if I heard this in a joke or where I heard this, but, you know, if you kind of think about people like a character in a game, like if you're starting, like, an RPG, mm-hmm. and you get to – Build, you know, they give you like 80 stat points to spread out. Yeah. You know, strength, intellect, agility, you know, uh, resilience. Length. Yeah. How big your dick is. You know, it's like you, you, most people don't have all those full, right? Right. Like, especially women, because they don't get, they have zero points, <laughs> maybe one on the cock length scale. And that's. No, the, di- the difference is, is they almost get all the points because. Every dude is so fucking thirsty for pussy. Yeah. It's like they look have you have you ever looked around and seen some of the people carrying like babies under 6 months through the grocery store? Who is knocking these bitches up? Well, they're they're, they're 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 unkept looking. They're fucking 100 pounds overweight. Like yeah. you need to get pussy that bad, dude. And maybe you know what? And and maybe some of it I'm wrong. There's a real connection there. They love them, whatever. Good for them. And but it's it's just not my taste, and it's not healthy. We definitely need. I think uh, you know. Eventually, we're going to take this podcast in different directions, and we're going to have some female voices come in. And I definitely want to ask them their take because on Reddit, this is just what I read from other people. The general consensus is that women usually look better than the men that they're with. And around here, I mean... Maybe that's true. I don't at know. the risk of sounding like I go around judging dudes, but around here, I think it's either fairly even or I would say there's a lot of gross-looking chicks with decent-looking dudes, you know? I I don't know. I see it a lot. Maybe You'd I fuck notice it is what you're saying. You'd fuck the dude. I mean, if I was that chick, I'd be like, all right, I'm 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 getting a good deal out of this. Like you know they, these saying? women look like they're out kicking their coverage is what you're saying. Maybe they're killing it, you know, in business or something. They, they're running or maybe they do a weird like tongue thing, you know. It's that like, helps. That it's cool. Dude, I will tell you this. But, I, you know, I think it's all over the board because there's a lot of really mixed match, you know, couples that it's, it is. Because you're right. There, there definitely are like slobs with like average looking guys, but then they're also like. Super hot chicks with what I would 
probably categorized as less than average yeah. guys that you're like. Yeah, there's some of those too. Did they get in on the ground floor before she lost 100 pounds or like what was the the sales there? I, I have this thing that I do where I like to look at chicks that I've maybe dated or talked to or something on a, on a dating app. And whenever they get, whenever they land a guy, you know, and they've been dating for a while, I always like, I like to get into that. I like to look at the dude and I always think, huh, she ended up with him. And I always feel like, you know, a lot of these women, they had issues for me. Okay. A lot of them were on antidepressants. Some of them were, you know, not in the best physical condition. And I just thought, yeah, I mean, it was nice talking to you for a while, but this just isn't what I'm looking for. But then they end up with a dude that's like way better looking than me. And I'm just thinking, what the fuck happened? Like, <laughs> it is so good, I think. From my perspective, it is so good for women on <laughs> online dating because they have so many thirsty dudes to choose from. They can afford to go out and get somebody. You know, they can afford to wait, but they can afford to date people in the interim and then wait for a guy to come along that's like, in my opinion, has way more value just from looking at it on Facebook. Just aesthetically, yeah. But this is definitely a conversation I would love to have with some women yeah. that are on online dating. I think this would be super interesting. Right. And it's definitely something we could probably come back to a, a bunch of times because I don't know if we'll ever actually know the answer, but I think a lot of people out there have the same questions where they, you know, they, they have the... It's just, it's always interesting to hear new perspectives, right? Yeah. And hearing it from a female is obviously like, you know, we don't actually know what that's that's like. We, we can speculate, right? Like, one of the things I find funny is like, <laughs> one of the biggest things, so I, I matched with some girl, I think it was through Facebook, you know, Facebook's got dating or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I matched with a girl, she's pretty hot, like, Pretty damn good looking. Yeah. Tatted up and shit. Nice. And uh, which I honestly, I I don't really have a preference either way. No tattoos is super hot. A couple shitty tattoos, are, I don't want any part of it, but like. Yeah, you don't want like a, prison tattoos. Like a lot of tattoos. Like, I don't yeah. know. Whatever. But anyways, I, I don't know that she said more than six words in, in a response. And I'm literally just blowing it. Like, I'm. Not going to talk to her anymore. Everything is like one word answers and shit. I'm like, this is like talking to the fucking table. Like, this is, I mean, obviously the table isn't going to say one word. And this is another thing. I mean, I I would love to have a female perspective, but they're talking to 10 to 15 guys at a time. They don't have time to give you any sort of a quality response. You know, it's always going to be like, oh yeah, yeah, that's so funny. And then they just move on to the next guy. I'm I'm going to say this, and it's going to sound like uh, I'm trying to impress you. I'm talking to six chicks right now. Yeah. And I'm not – I mean, the ones game. that I'm not yeah. interested in, I'm they're getting, like, very little, right? Right. But, uh, like, that's – so, like, I'm taking it as that chick is not interested. And if sure. she doesn't – if she's not putting it out that way and she's just not much of a communicator, then – that's why she's not going to find a quality person. Like if she's actually interested in expecting me to like ask her out, yeah, she's not showing me interest to where it's it's for one. I think it's like uh, okay, so I only deserve a like a one word answer to like no, I didn't. Like 
you're not going to ask me a fucking question at all? Oh, yeah. Like, oh, that's awful. I mean, like, that's kind sure. of how you can keep a conversation going, right? You, you pose a question of some sort, like, hey, I just watched one of my favorite movies for the 50th time. What's your favorite movie? Yeah. Shit like that. Yeah. It's like how you talk to people. Give me something to bite on. I need a little bit of information. So if you say, like, uh, maybe you wake up in the morning, you're like, hey, good morning. You know, I just woke up. G- give me some information. Hey, good morning. I just woke up. I'm about to have some breakfast. I right. love fucking pancakes. I love the way the butter fucking melts and then rolls off the side of that bitch. I can't wait to bite into this. And maybe we're asking for too much. Maybe no. we're just wrong. But I have had awesome conversations like that where it just fucking flows. Yeah. And, I'm, and maybe there's different kinds of people. Maybe there's guys who are cool with just the one words. And maybe just like that we're already finding that we're not compatible with that person. I don't know. I don't know either. That's Man, a possibility, it, though. I just thought of it right now. Yeah, for sure. Every time that I've had a good conversation, it was because she put in some effort. And the effort doesn't even have to be a lot. It can be the most basic piece of shit effort. And I will try to spin that shit into gold. But Right, because you want some pussy. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. I mean, in the past, not now. Yeah, for sure. But in the past, that's how it was. Is, all right, I mean, you gotta you got to know how to work the conversation a little bit. Now, you said that... I don't remember how you said it made you feel when you see one of the chicks that you went out with and she's still about the same and she's with the dude that's way confused. hotter. Confused. You're confused when <laughs> they're with the hotter? How so do you fun. feel when they're with like a not, like definitely not a better looking dude? I don't think it's ever happened. Honest to God, like maybe I just have a, a low opinion of myself, which whatever. But the guys that I see these women, these are the, these are the ones that stick around for a long time. Those guys, to me look like quality dudes, like at least from the outside. Now, everybody so can have gay. personality problems, and uh, yeah, I know. I yeah, mean, I'm it sounds messed. fucking stupid. No, but I'm only – the only reason I was asking is that uh, a friend said that uh, my ex, mm-hmm. the one that I just broke up with recently, yeah. is that I'm way hotter than <laughs> the guy she's with now. Oh. <laughs> Which I was like, duh. Like, well, that, I just yeah. said it as a smart ass, but I was just like, but I've been working really hard for it's sure. It's not like, and, and the thing is when I say like, oh, you know, that they're a hundred pounds overweight, right? Like I sound super judgmental because I just lost weight. Yeah. No, here's the difference. I lost 50 pounds. I'm six foot five. Mm-hmm. I didn't look obese. Right. 50 pounds heavier. When I'm describing somebody a hundred pounds overweight, they're five, three. There's Everybody's 5'3 no, to you because you're tall. Oh, okay. They're 5'7. It doesn't yeah. matter. It's right. like 100 pounds overweight, a foot shorter is totally different. I mean, like, you're probably fucking up your heart. Sure. I mean, like, you're probably so. I'm actually considered, to I think, issues. overweight. I'm mean, said obese. I'm still overweight yeah. for sure. I, I think this morning I weighed in at like 222 or something mm-hmm. like that. But it's about body fat. And I think I'm like right around 20. I don't. I don't know how accurate my scale is. I think I'm 20 or less. Yeah. 20, 20, 22, I don't know. The scale's saying 22, but I kind of don't believe it. Because I would argue that, you know, before, unless you want to go back to like when I looked like skin and bones and I first hit this height in sophomore year. Yeah. And I was 170 pounds. It's like I would look, in my opinion, unattractive if I ever got that low again. Sure. I mean, I would be so bony. You would just have to, yeah, you would have to be 
devoid of all the muscle mass that you've gained over the years. Right. That's I, I couldn't lift anything back then. You know, you'd starve yourself to get there, essentially. I remember when I was in high school, I was 135 pounds, maybe 145, but still, I can't even imagine. What do you weigh now? Because I just, I didn't know. I don't know. I don't have a scale at home. Oh, okay. I just kind of look in the mirror. But now that the gym's open at work again. <laughs> yeah, they have a nice scale there. Yeah, I'll have to use that one because it's one of those doctor-weighted scales. Yeah, yeah. That really I think nice. is probably fairly accurate versus. Well, I actually I put plates on that thing once, and it was accurate. Okay. I took two 45s and threw them on there. Oh, nice. I set them gently, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, it was choice. calibrated till dumbass fucking dropped 90 pounds on it. But, so have you done any other work? Have you worked out since we did legs the other day? Yeah, I, I worked out two days in a row. I'm going to take a day off because I have to work tomorrow, and tomorrow's probably going to suck. Right. Did Was it this week we worked out, or was that last week? I don't remember, honestly. I think it was, I think last, it was week. last week. Yeah, yeah, it was before the Fourth of July. Yeah, I ended up. Uh, I went to jujitsu for the first time in a month. How'd that go? It was. It was good. I was just still trying to let this spot on my back. I still got a lump back there. Roar. And from what? When I fell on somebody's shin in oh. jujitsu, like uh, I just thought I heard it. You know, right? Like whatever. It was sore. I finished class. It was like at the beginning of class when it happened, and. Um, I gave it, I'm like, man, I'm going to take a week off, man. It's, it really hurt the next day. I had a hard time getting out of bed. And then uh, it was like a week later I went, and it was like, and it was pretty good. And then I did another uh, rolling session with somebody, and it, it flared right back up. So I gave it like two weeks, went again, and it was like, it didn't take, it was just like how I moved kind of. Mm-hmm. So then I went and got an x-ray, because I was kind of worried I had a cracked rib. Yeah. I remember that. The x-ray was inconclusive, so they think it's just, like, bruised cartilage. And I'm like, well, does bruised, bruised cartilage give you, like, a fucking, like, visible and you can feel an area? Yeah. So I'm not – I am I have a follow-up with my doctor When does tomorrow. that go away, you know? Right. And he, they say it can take a long fucking time. Oh, that sucks. So this, this is a month from my last doctor's appointment uh, tomorrow. So see what they say. See if they want me to get an MRI. Because it's still – it is a little tender, but – I felt pretty good this morning. That's good. good that you're... See, I, I talk about other dudes and the way they look, but you actually roll around with dudes, so you're equally... <laughs> Never mind. We don't want to go down that road. That's stupid. <laughs> yeah, it is stupid. Hey, did you Two see... Two weeks Did you see that Toledo made national news a couple days ago? The shooting? Oh, did we make the fireworks. for that? I don't care about the or shooting. Or the fireworks. Rest in peace, you know, whoever got... Somebody got killed. Yeah, it was 12 people hit, and then, dude, the, there's a body cam release now. Yeah. Dude, it's pretty crazy. It looks like it's the, it. the movie End of Watch. Like, the cops are running in, and there's people just running everywhere. I did see that movie, but I don't remember what you're talking about. Which is, it's I'm with just, Jake Gyllenhaal and... And uh, the Pena, Mike Pena. Yeah, the Mexican dude. Isn't it, is it Mike? I don't know. I don't know his I, name, I, but he's be been wrong. in a lot of movies. But he's, he's, he's a great decent. actor. Yeah. I really like him. No, I was talking about the... Uh, East Toledo fireworks display. Oh, my God. If you haven't seen that, anyone listening, you get on YouTube and search East Toledo fireworks, and there's this spectacular video. If you can find the full one, this person's in somebody's driveway. They're pointing the camera up in the air at a couple fireworks going off. Then you start to hear more fireworks, and they pan down and, get and like, walk to their porch, and somehow – a whole U-Haul of fireworks got lit off. 
the cadence at those things, at the rate those things were going off yeah. was spectacular. Yeah, that is fucking insane. I know somebody that lives on the east side but not close to that area, sort of, you know, let's say three, four miles away. And they said they looked out their porch and they thought, man, are they having a fireworks display downtown today? I thought that was like a different night. And uh, I guess it was it was pretty badass. But everybody that I talked to had this same question. How the fuck did those people afford, a, what was it, a U-Haul yeah. full of fireworks? It was like a box van. And I, I have a speculation on how. Yes. They were selling them. Okay. Just take a few grand, three, four grand. Go up, like, take 23 up. They've got the, those big phantom fireworks in that right there, 23 in Stearns. That makes There's, like, sense. three of them there. Yeah. Fill the back of that bitch up, sell them for 20% more. That's a, that's a good that's a good theory. I like that. I don't know. That, we that all said stimulus one. checks. I mean, because, that, look, that is not an affluent area where that was at. No. That is the fucking, that's the ghetto. I that mean, was legit thousands of dollars worth of fireworks. I don't know if we have any listeners that live on the east side. But there are times that I take my kids in the car and I say, look, if you don't, if you don't work hard in school, you're going to live in a neighborhood like this with like holes in the roof, things boarded up. Yeah. I mean, like, and not every house is like that. No, there's some you nice know, houses on the side. Have you ever side. been on the, the street? It's right there off Navarre across from the refinery. So it's going north. Uh-huh. There's some streets in that, like that are. All the houses are super fucking nice. Like, their grass is cut yeah. really nice. They've got, like, no issues on the fence. Like, super nice. And, I mean, teach their own. There's some people that grew up there, and they like living there. They, that's what they know. Like, I know there's people that are my, my make day- a lot of like make a lot of money and still work there or yeah. still live there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because they, they don't mind it. They don't have to present themselves in a certain way. In order to live there, they can sort of, you know— we work a lot of hours, so we can't always mow our grass on time. Right. You know, it might take us two, three weeks, and by that time, it's like a foot long. If you live on the east side, it doesn't fucking matter if you can right. mow your grass. But the two I can think of, their fucking houses are paid for. I think that's part of it. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's, definitely... that's pretty awesome. Honestly, I was when I was looking to try to get ahead, this was after my divorce, so I'm feeling kind of poor, you know. And I thought about buying a house, cash, on the east side just to be able to bank money. Yeah. And uh, and just keep doing that. Like every time, you know, I save, let's say I bought a house for, you could honestly buy a house. <clears throat> at one point you could buy a house there for 25 grand, let's say. Yeah, and it would be pretty nice. And it would be decent enough, right? You could get by. So you do that. You live there for five years. You bank all the money that you would have spent on rent or whatever right. for a couple of years. And then you move into a house that's, I don't know, 85 grand. Right. You know, or not, even take a little mortgage and put you know, 40 down. Right. Or, you know, exactly. Whatever. That was going to be my strategy. A so. lot of people have done that over the years. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not necessarily hating on the East side, but there are just places that, you know, I mean, it's, it's like it's you worth. said though, it's just the, there's, it's not everyone. It's like, you know, you have a couple houses that are, nobody's lived in them for five years. Yeah. So kids are in there fucking around breaking shit. Right. And then you have some people that maybe they're disabled. So their house runs away on them. Right. Or you have whatever, or people just don't give a fuck, right? Like, yeah. That's the, you know, part of it, like you said, like the not being able to cut your grass because you're working. Like I've, I, the the most time I had off was somehow I got Saturday and Sunday off this last week, and besides that, it was like the first week of May. 
I had more than 36 hours off. Right. I mean, for those that don't work swing shift, it's like getting off this morning at 6 a.m. and I go back in. Or no. It's like getting off today at 6 p.m. and then I happen to be off tomorrow and then... It's like fucking without getting off. Yeah, I don't it even sucks. know. I can't even think of how you get 36 off anymore. My brain's <laughs> fucking fried. I haven't worked out yet today. No, you're fine. But it's not a lot of time. And, like, the thing is about working 12s and trying to lead a somewhat healthy lifestyle, it's like I get out of work at 6. I can get home by between 6.15 and 6.30, right. 6.25. I take a shit. I take my pre-workout. While or before I take a shit, I like rinse off if I smell like a refinery. Mm-hmm. I go to the gym, work out. Maybe that takes an hour and 15 minutes. I get home, it's almost eight. You got to go to bed. Because you got to wake up. I've got to make dinner. I've got to make dinner because unless I have leftovers, yeah, I'm not getting things out to eat. So I've got to make the dinner. You know, I sit down on the couch, eat like 845. I can try to just watch a show or a couple shows. I've been watching Breaking or um, Big Bang Theory oh, yeah. uh, all the way through. And that's pretty enjoyable, but it kind of helps me wind down or whatever, sure. play a couple little fuck-around apps on my phone, text some people, and then it's like, shit, it's 10. Yeah. And then I might be at bed by 10.30. I might sleep by 10.30. Man, 10.30. I'm at bed by 9 o'clock at least. Well, uh, some people operate better on low sleep, but I am trying to get – So I started. have you ever heard of ashwagandha? No. It's like a, some type of plant from Africa, but it's supposed to be really like good in teas and stuff mm-hmm. for like uh, lowering cortisol levels okay. and like helping people relax. So I started taking that on Tuesday. Uh, it's just a little capsule or whatever. I slept great the last three nights. Interesting. But it's, I mean, cortisol is like the stress hormone, yeah. right? And it kind of like, it's good at times. Like when you work out, your cortisol levels go up like, momentarily and your body like it's like oh shit there's stress right so it does things to like increase muscle increase cardiovascular systems to go after that that stressor mm-hmm. releases endorphins to like you know make you feel better but when you're under stress for long periods of time and you're not able to sleep and stuff like that's supposed to make you age really fast which yeah. I think you see that a lot in people we work with, graying hair, mm-hmm. you know, things like that, where n- maybe necessarily like their parents don't even have gray hair. Maybe they do, maybe they don't. But yeah. So, like, it's something I re- had read about, and I did a little bit of research on the dosing and just figured I'd try it. Ashwagandha. Yeah. I don't know what it was. Ashwagandha. Oh, Ganda. I was yeah. close. I just yeah, wanted to say close. ganja. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's yeah. why I smiled. But... But yeah, so far so good. I'm. It says you can take it like three times a day, mm-hmm. but I haven't yet because I'm concerned it would make me like sleepy. I don't want to be like tired. Yeah, sure. And you're trying to like do stuff. I I have good luck, uh, and I read that if you eat like green vegetables, mm-hmm. like those will release something in your body that will help you relax. And I've actually done that. But I've been fucking it up. I've been buying frozen broccoli. You said that fucks it up. Is that the chemical you nah, get? It doesn't fuck it up. I mean, no, I, I used to eat frozen bags of broccoli. I think that still releases, like, uh, whatever the relaxation chemical that they have in it is. But there was some chemical that you can only get by cutting 
fresh broccoli, and then there's two chemicals that mix together that make this other chemical that naturally, if you were to eat broccoli, when you chew it, it's going to produce that chemical because it's going to rip it up. But when they they blanch the broccoli before they freeze it, okay, and that ruins the chemical. So you're not getting necessarily as much nutrition as you would if you had like so do you have to eat raw broccoli or you can you still cook it you can still cook it but you have to cut it first and then when the chemicals mix together and it makes this third chemical that chemical can withstand boiling or whatever heating of some kind but when they freeze it they blanch it and that destroys define blanch i don't know what the fuck that means i looked it up i don't remember what the fuck it means How how dare you i know I didn't do a lot of research on this. I don't remember the details. I just remember what I'm supposed to do to get whatever chemicals that I'm supposed to get. So how much sleep do you get or do you need to get a night? I don't know about need. I don't think it's as much as I used to, but I like to try to get eight hours. Yeah. I like to get a solid eight. I don't get anywhere near that. No? Probably like between four and five average. I can function on that. And I usually feel pretty decent. But yeah, I mean, I, I I don't even know what it would be like anymore to get, like, at the end of turnaround, I was getting, you know, about almost eight hours every night. So I just had a routine. It didn't involve working out. It didn't involve eating healthy. So mm-hmm. it was like, could door dash something, grab food on the way home, whatever it is, and then eat, watch a few minutes of TV, go to sleep. Dude, I listened to a podcast. But the world it, was shut down. It so. was kind of depressing, but it was about sleep. And uh, all the benefits of sleep. Was it on Rogan? Was it? It Matt wasn't Walker? Rogan. It was some other guy, and I don't know. It looked like it was some British guy. Matthew was, Walker. It might have been Matthew Walker. That guy is fucking awesome. He like made me want to sleep more. He's like a dude that looks like he's old, but like he tries to dress like he's a younger guy or something. <laughs> I don't know. His hair's messed up or whatever, but. This- he was interesting as fuck to listen to. Yeah, he know, know, knows a lot about sleep. Was he? Did you say he was on Rogan? He was on Matt Walker was on Rogan. It was okay. fascinating. It was a few years ago now. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, but, he was really good, and he talked on this podcast. It was like three hours long, just about sleep. And I listened to it. I'll put headphones on, and I'll listen to it and fall asleep to it. But yeah, it was it was a lot of information. It made me think of sleep as like very very important. Yeah, compared to. You know, just as important as nutrition and um, exercise, I would say. Oh, for sure. That's what I mean. Like, I'm checking most of the boxes at yeah. this point, And I need to figure out how to check that last box. But I get FOMO real bad. You know what that is? Yeah, fear of missing out. Yeah. So you got to be doing shit all the time. Well, I just feel like, I don't know. Like, remember when you were a kid and your parents would be doing stuff, but you had to go to bed? You know, I thought you were going to miss out? No, because my parents also went to bed. <laughs> <laughs> I forget you're the youngest by a while. Maybe maybe it goes back to uh, you know being stuck in a childhood phase. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. So yeah, like, maybe. Like when you were a certain age, you would always feel like, oh man, my parents were staying up because they're doing cool shit because they probably wanted to like stay up and drink and fuck and stuff. <laughs> <You> <laughs> well, know? just like and I they can't know. do that when you're awake, being all nosy and shit. I I don't even know. Like it, for me, like what I related to is more like. Let's say my parents had a couple friends over, and yeah, I'm sure they were drinking, but that wasn't sure. anything that I even knew about or like cared about as a kid. It's just that like I liked hanging out with them and their friends too. And now I have to go to bed, or I want you know, as a kid, you show off in front of people or what? Oh yeah, yeah. You know that kind of thing. Yeah. So it was like 
I would get like that real like anxious feeling. Like, man, I can't, I can't go to bed. What are they going to do without us? You know, it was like that, but oh, it wasn't like conscious. It was just like, that's why you didn't want to go to bed. You want to stay up. Yeah. And, uh, like that's kind of like what I equate to when it's like, man, I got to go to bed, but like, I'm still watching this or this person's still texting with me. I used to have, I remember for me, like the number one thing that I would love to do when I stayed up was watch Saturday night live. And it was such a fucking struggle to stay up late enough to actually watch Saturday Night Live. I probably made it four times in my entire, like, young childhood life. Yeah. And now staying up to 1130 is, like, no big deal. Well, yeah, I mean, I think working swing shift, man, you can, if there's a will there, you can stay up almost as long as you want. Pretty much, yeah. I drove straight back from Florida. It was 19 hours. I think there's uh, there's, like, a period where your body's like, all right, this is the time that you normally go to sleep. Once you ride that out... You can pretty much stay up as long as you want. Yeah, mine mine almost doesn't even do that anymore. It really? rarely does that. It, it's, like I said, but these last couple of days, I was like, I took that like right when I got done working out. Mm-hmm. So it, like give it time or whatever was my thought. I'd eat dinner, shower, whatever, order, and then sit on the couch, finish dinner. And I'm like, man, I'm going to wash these dishes and like probably go to bed. Because I it just I felt like heavy, you yeah. know. Remember smoking really good indica weed back in the day and just being like, feeling like you're like falling into the couch? Yes, that would always freak me out though. But yeah, I, I would always, you know, you put on some good music or something and you lay in bed and that would be the shit. Yeah. It was relaxing. Hey, speaking of going to bed. What? It's my bedtime. All right, dude. We'll wrap this up. Yeah. Good talk tonight. We'll throw it up either tonight or tomorrow. Later.